Hey there, Mama Bear. Welcome back to another episode of the Beginner Mom Boss Podcast. I'm so excited you're here today because today we're talking about product research. Now, before I start, quick disclaimer, I am out on my walk right now. So hopefully the audio on this will be pretty decent, but I recorded this this morning and I wasn't happy with how it came out. So I decided to come out for a walk and, you know, listen up a bit burn some calories, get healthier, and record another episode for you. And I hope that the quality is good. Um, I kind of live out in the wild. It's the wild slash country. So we have lots of animals and um, bugs, noisy bugs, and people are cutting their grasses. But, you know, I'll try to avoid those areas. But anyway, let's talk about product research. Now, mama, product research is the most important step in your Amazon journey. So if you hear anybody tell you that in five minutes you can do some quick research and find your winning product that'll make you, I don't know, how many thousands a month. No, don't fall for that. It does take time. You really have to make sure that the margins are there. Make sure that it makes sense. Make sure that it's something that you're willing to you know talk about that you're passionate about a product that that you enjoy now with that I want to say something your product needs to be something that you're passionate about and that you're willing to talk about it and create a brand around it but don't be so attached so that if it doesn't work out you're not demoralized by it if it doesn't work out so if at any point doing your product research let's say you found a product and that's the product you're really excited about it you can see yourself talking about this product building a brand around it but then you know something falls through and you need to walk away from that product then walk away from that product so that's why it's kind of like a delicate balance of it needs to be something that you're excited about but also something that you can walk away from if you need to and if you follow through with that product and it, it you know it doesn't work out it falls through it's not a representation of you it just it's just business and you know you you learn and you do better next time so i am going to share a bunch of resources with you on people that do a really good job on explaining how product research works and i feel like these people do a really good job in explaining it in a really um, clear way so you can get an idea of what to do but we are going to talk about some things to look for when you are doing your product research and i'll leave those links with the com- accompanying blog post that comes with each episode so um, I'll leave the link in the show notes and then you can just click over to the blog and then look at all the resources that I'm going to share with you because I'm going to share a bunch of resources. So some of the things you're looking for when you are doing product research is that you're looking for a product where obviously the margin is there, um, preferably something small so you're not paying a lot on fees, Amazon fees that is, and something light again so that you're not paying a whole lot for shipping something um, that has room for improvement so you see a product and you can tweak it and make it better or maybe you can bundle it with another product so those are some parameters for you to look for of course you're looking for high demand and low competition and these are things that in the resources that i'm going to share with you uh, the people doing the tutorial they're going to talk about but just something for you to keep in mind as you do product research now the traditional way of doing product research is you go 
and you sign up for a software either like Jungle Scout or Helium 10 and you sign up for the software and you put in different parameters of things you're looking for and a bunch of products will come. This is how I found my product back when I started and the upside is that it's it's easy because the, the software kind of gives you a direction to go. The downside to that is that everybody and their mothers are using this method. So this is how everyone is doing their product research. So the likelihood of you running into a product that everybody's going to jump into is high. So this is why we have to be you know, smart about this and use this method along with other methods that I'm going to share with you. But pretty much you just do your, your product research like that and you find products and if you have a direction that you want to go, so like let's say you want to stay in the kids category or kitchen category or arts and crafts category, that'll help, especially because like I said earlier, oh there are the bugs that I was telling you about. <laughs> the I think it's a grasshopper and they're loud, but anyway. Okay, so the bugs made me lose my train of thought, but what I was saying is that if you have a direction that you know you want to go, that'll help you in your product research. But if you don't really have an idea of what niche you want to be in, and you're just kind of looking and you're going to see where research takes you, remember what I said earlier, make sure that it's a product that you're excited to talk about, that you're excited to create a brand about because branding is going to be very important. It's going to be something that we're going to be talking about in another episode. So just make sure that you enjoy this product, that it aligns with your morals and your ethics and your values. Like for instance, for me, I'm vegan. So even if I found the golden ticket, the product that would make me millions, but it went against my morals and values and it would be something that I would be ashamed of, then I wouldn't go that route. I'm not in this for to make a quick buck i'm in this for the long term i hopefully you know turn this brand over to my kids when they're older and i really want this thing to be big i don't want this to be something that's shady and whatnot so make sure that the, this products align with you with who you are so that later on you're not regretting it because amazon is hard it's technical it's hard work the opportunities are definitely there but this isn't something you're gonna do in 30 minutes or an hour and be able to walk away from. You're gonna to need to baby this thing, especially in the first year of launching your store. There's gonna be a lot of hustle involved. You're gonna to have to work really hard. So make sure this isn't something you're gonna get tired of you know, after a couple of months because you really do need to be you know, full on, hands on. This is kind of like a baby after the baby is born. The first year is intense, okay? so. I know I keep saying this, but make sure that you have a certain level of love for this product. And the next thing, when, when you are doing product research, even though you're looking for one product initially, make sure that it's something that you can build upon or something within the same niche so that you're thinking long-term and you're thinking about creating a product line and you're staying within the same niche. So what I'm saying is you wouldn't want to, there are the bugs again, Okay, so you wouldn't want to, your first product to be baby blankets and then your second product to be cups and then your third product to be you know, paintbrushes or something like that. You really want to think long-term and think about how you're gonna build a brand around this because again, branding is very important. The, fir the first time that you get on Amazon, that's probably gonna be the hardest 
and if you do everything right and you're starting an email list and you have people on social media and you have a Facebook group and things like that, then the, the second, third, fourth product will be a, a much easier launch, especially because you can talk to these people and you can, you can get a pretty good idea of what products they like and other products that will make their life easier. But if, you're, if you keep switching niches, then it's not going to help you. So make sure that you're picking that one product, but have in mind other things that you can add on later so that you're creating your product line and it's within the same niche so that you can keep attracting the same customers that you already have because you're gonna work really hard to attract those customers. So let's keep them happy and let's keep them, you know, let's make sure that they have us, your brand, top of mind so that when you have your next launch, you have a much easier time and you're not working super crazy hard. Now, like I told you earlier, um, my husband and I found our product the traditional way. We had the software and we researched for nights and nights, looking like lots of zipless nights, looking for this product and we eventually found it. And a lot of the gurus will tell you that your product needs to be you know, 18 bucks plus so that you have a profit. Our product is around 15 bucks and obviously we do make a profit with it. And I have even seen people make profit uh, with a product that is 10 bucks, you know? So keep an open mind whenever you are doing product research. And this will all make sense to you whenever you look at the resources that I have attached because right now you might be lost. You're like, what are you saying? This will make sense to you after you watch the videos that I will have linked down below. Now, another thing I want to tell you, Mama, is that there is a great free resource out there called uh, the Jungle Scout Million Dollar um, Challenge or something like that, which I'll, again, I'll leave linked down below for you. And it's a free resource. They walk you through how to do the product research and you know the things that I'm talking about. So you most certainly don't need to go and buy a course. As a matter of fact, that same study that they did is what we followed along when my husband and I were looking for a product to sell on Amazon. So we didn't buy a course, you know, so that's definitely something that is there for you, a free resource. You don't need to buy, you know, a 300, 400, 500 dollar, whatever. I don't even know how much these courses go for, but you don't need to go out and buy an expensive course. You do have this free resource for you. You'll see that you're following this along and whenever you do get to the Amazon part of building your store and things like that, some things have changed. The interface doesn't look the same, but you can Google your way through it and it's nothing major. The the bulk, like the most important part of um, the product research and getting your Amazon store going is there. So the ways to do product research, we've gone over how to do, you know, using it, um, using a software. The downside to that is that a lot of people are using the same method. So, you know, you really have to pair this method with, with something else. And what I would suggest to you is that if you come across a product that you're interested that, you know, the numbers are there, it makes sense, it's something that you can improve upon, find where the people that would buy that product hang out. So like a Facebook group, think a Facebook group. So let's say you're selling a kitchen product. Let's say you're selling a garlic press. A garlic press is a terrible um, example, but I just wanna, it's very saturated. That's why it's a terrible example, but I just kind of want to give you an idea. So let's say you find that this garlic press is, you know, it, the, the numbers are there. You can improve it a little bit and it, it can be a really good product. Try to find Facebook groups about people that are, 
you know, that are that are love to cook or a group that has chefs or, or something like that so that you can start a conversation around the best garlic press and, and things like that so that you can gather ideas of what would make the, the best garlic press so that you can make those improvements to the product and that your, your, your product would save a lot of problems. This would also be easier if you had like a Facebook group of your own or a following of your own so you could interview people and ask them questions but of course if you don't have that just use somebody else's group and I just have to say that some of these groups they're very uh, picky like the, the the admins so don't don't announce to the world that you're doing product research because they get very upset and they see you're gonna steal their people over to your group or whatever just keep it like you know what I'm saying you don't need to announce that you're doing product research just say out of curiosity blah 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 blah, blah. you know keep it like that's what I'm saying keep it stealth and this example reminds me when I when you're doing product research look for something that is not too saturated so let's say you search for garlic press on Amazon you see on the top left corner not not like the corner but like below the Amazon banner you see how many results are you know within the search and if it says something like over 2,000 it's very saturated so look for something below a thousand to keep it safe you know the less the better and you don't want to go too low so there's no demand but you want to go low enough so you're not competing with all these other people so that's why a garlic press would be a very terrible deal unless of course you are creating the garlic press then that's something else now you're going into you know invention and things like that and that's something else but i'm saying you know for the purpose of this episode we're going to keep it simple and you know just make sure that you kind of like the thing we talk about on etsy you don't want too much competition you want enough competition so you know there's demand but not so much that people are never going to find you because of course the goal here is to make sales now this brings me to the next way of doing product research and that would be to go ahead and do your own invention I have to be very honest with you, I don't know anything about inventing a product. I know there is a lot that goes into it. There's a car coming by, so excuse the noise. I don't know what all that goes on, but if you need help, I can definitely guide you in the right direction and people that can actually help you with that, people that are not gonna try to scam you, people that are actually gonna be helpful. So obviously inventing your own product is the way to go. And the upside to that is that you own that product and it's your thing and you're the owner of the product the downside to that is that it's going to take a while and eventually people are going to make knockoffs of your product you know but that, that's just life you know it is what it is unfortunately but obviously creating your own product from start to finish is a, a, a different way to go as well another way to go about product research if you don't want to go ahead and spend the money on a software now because you're still not sure about amazon you can go to amazon.com forward slash bestsellers and then on there you're going to see what's selling really well right now on amazon and you can go into different categories so let's say if you click on kitchen and dining and you click on that subcategories will open up and then if you click on those even more subcategories will, will open up below that so that's a way for you to go and take a look to see what are some of the best sellers on Amazon and you can get some ideas from that and next to the best sellers there's like little tabs and they have okay now we have win 
I'm sorry ladies, I really hope the audio on this is good. I promise the information is good. But anyway, so next to the tab where there is the the bestsellers, there is new arrivals and there's shakers and movers and most wished for and things like that. So take a look through those tabs and so that you can get your mind going and you can see of the things that are trending on Amazon, things that are doing well, things that are that are selling well so you, you can have an idea of you know a direction to go into. Now ladies I'm gonna give you a tip on product research that the gurus are not giving you and that is for you to hire a VA to do the product research for you. Now I don't believe you should leave that entirely to the VA. I think that you should hire somebody and give them parameters of what you're looking for and have them come to you with a list of I don't know maybe a hundred products or so and then from there you can narrow down and narrow down even more so that you're not looking at thousands if not millions of products and then suffering from analysis paralysis so definitely you can hire a VA to do to help you out with this step so that you know your life's just gonna be just a tad bit easier but like I said earlier make sure that you give them parameters make sure that you're kind of telling them um, what niche or niches you're interested in, the price point and, and things like that and the weight and, and all the good stuff so that they have a direction to go into. Don't just, you know, tell them to do product research or walk away. Tell them what to look for so that they're giving you something that you're actually going to be interested in, something that you actually want to sell. I think the reason why a lot of gurus don't tell you to use a VA is because they want you to be, you know, to make all the decisions in the business, but there are going to be so many things, so many decisions you're going to need to make with your Amazon store. And I think I am definitely one for outsourcing and asking people for help. I don't see anything wrong with that. Obviously, like I said, I don't think you should leave the entire product research up to your VA. You need to give her parameters and still do your, your own research. But at least if you're getting a list back of say a hundred products, you have a direction to go and you're not sifting through thousands and thousands of products and your life will be that much easier. Obviously, you don't have to do it. You can do whatever you want. This is just an idea that I'd like to share with you because like I said, it could make your life a whole lot easier. And then let's say your VA comes back with you uh, at you with a list of 100 products and you narrow down, say like 20 products. You can go back to your VA and tell them to start looking to see how much it would be to source that product and looking at shipping costs and things like that so then again you're getting help within this process and make sure that if you decide like let's say we narrow down the list to 10 make sure that you're then looking back and that you're looking at those the report that she's giving you so that you're not just blindly trusting her because we're all humans and of course you want to make sure that we're, we the, the the right steps are being taken that we're doing the research right so again don't just leave this entirely to a va have them help you do some of the leg work but don't don't just trust them with the future of your amazon store make sure that you're actively engaging and they're you're doing the research as well that you're using their, their help just to make your life easier but you're not just you know doing this completely passively because you do need to make sure that the numbers are there that everything makes sense so mama the takeaways here is that you're looking for a product that you're really excited about that you're pumped that you're proud of but you're willing to walk away if you need to so you want to love this product but you don't want to marry the product okay and then next you're looking to stay within one niche 
And the reason for that is, is because we're going to build a brand. So you, if, if you're going to start in the baby category, we're going to stick to the baby category. So let's say you're selling a baby blanket, then your next product maybe can be um, a car seat cover. And the next product after that could be uh, bandanas or bibs or something like that. And those examples I just gave you, they're terrible examples because these are all saturated products on Amazon. I'm just trying to give you an idea of how to think about product research because even though you're, you're you're starting off with one product in mind you want to see longevity and you want to you know see stay within that niche because we're building a brand here that's the most important thing is that we're building a brand and we're keeping those people coming back for our product next you want to make sure that you're taking the time to do this that you're not rushing through and of course if you want to hire somebody to help you out then hire a VA to help you out. Don't leave it entirely up to them. Make sure that you're in there, you're giving them parameters, that you're not just putting this all on their shoulders and being passive about it. You have to be active and, and be part of the research, but the VA will just make your life a little bit easier for you. And I have a link to a website where you can find VAs and I'll also leave that link in the blog post that comes with this episode. And that's it, Mama. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to share it with a friend and I would love for you to come over to our Facebook group so that we can keep on, you know, the conversation going. I have to say though, my Facebook group is a little bit of a mess right now and I am working on revamping it. So you can definitely request access to the Facebook group, but I will let you in within a few days or so. This is not going to take months. I'm just, you know, working out some kinks and make sure that the Facebook group is you know, nice and in order because I want it to be an engaged group and I don't want you just guys to just be part of another group that is not engaged, that's not giving you value. But yeah, mama, that's it for today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time. Bye.